Liberty-loving friends, uh, good afternoon. Uh, we are going to have uh, an interview today with a special person that uh, uh, um, will address uh, our issues, the issues that uh, we are going to cover, which is really actually life itself and where we find ourselves today with this uh, challenge, uh, uh, which is the COVID-19 and other challenges. Uh, this uh, special person, her name is Stella Emmanuel. The name itself is already telling us a lot of things. You know, God is with us and she's going to bring us some light. Her first name is Stella, which means star, some light about, about the whole situation. Um, Stella, um, since you are both a pastor and a doctor, uh, how do you see what has been happening in uh, the whole world, really actually, uh, the whole world in the last uh, six or seven months? I do believe that uh, uh, something major and uh, something diabolic and something evil actually hit the world. Like, you know, when we went to Washington, D.C., and um, it's, I spoke on that day, it was a watershed moment. The whole world had been locked up in a prison gate of fear, of, of um, no way out, and just, you know, people just scared that they're going to die, and most nations, in fact, just no way out. So that day when we stood, in, when I stood in front of, of, of Washington, of the Supreme Court, and I said that, you know, people, you don't need to die. COVID has... And at that time, I said COVID has a cure, but it came after me on that. So I just said COVID has effective treatment. So COVID has effective treatment. Nobody needs to die. People can be treated and just challenge all the people that came through the, all the Bill Gates and the challenge all the Anthony Fauci's and the media narrative that had just been pushing this thing of fear over people. It was like there was something broke. Fear broke over the nations of the world. All of a sudden, people were like, okay, you know what? There's a way out. You can find a way out in this. And that by itself was a, was a watershed moment. It was not just done because I was a doctor. It was done under the anointing. That is why it went so crazy viral, because God needed this to get to the ends of the world. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like they say, in the, in the history of viral videos, they've never had a video go that viral. When we started, the doctors were talking, but within a few hours, they had practically just cut out my section, and it was just going further and further all around the world. And they tried to censor me, they tried to stop it, but that could not work, because God had a hand on it, because God wanted the world, wanted me to prophesy to the world, to, to speak light into the world that, you know what, it's going to be okay. You don't have to die. You know what I'm saying? This is something I've been preparing for for years, for years. You know what I'm saying? God has prepared me for this for years. You know, I've been praying and asking God um, that Father give me the microphone and I will bring America back to prayer and I will call the world back to you. You know, you know what I'm saying? So this is something I've been preparing for for years. So before I went to D.C., I knew something was going to happen. I was telling all my people when I was going to D.C., I said, you know what, you guys watch. Something is about to break. Something is about to happen. You know something? And God did not disappoint us because he, he took this message and went throughout the whole world. And then, of course, um, of course, when that happened, everybody attacked it. The more they attacked it, the more it spread. The more they attacked me, and then I could have gone and talked about hydroxychloroquine and come back home. But CNN, when I pulled up all my stuff, my ministry, I'm a deliverance minister and I deal with deep stuff, they pulled it up and they started talking about it and talking about it. The more they talked about it, the more people run to the ministry to go see what it is that I'm doing. And we were like, oh my God, I've been going through this, I've been going through that. At the end of the day, a message that I probably had 175,000 views 
after CNN took a few days and NBC to give me amazing, I would say, like millions of dollars worth of free advertisement, we had seen about almost 700 and something views on that message. And people were just coming from everywhere to come and check it out. And the ministry has, from then, people are still calling us from everywhere. But one thing happened that, like I said, fear broke. And after that, people started realizing that, you know what, maybe, something, maybe this is right. Maybe there's a treatment for this. And nobody's saying, talking anything about it. It also broke it over the doctors that had been seeing patients that were scared. Even like most of the doctors that have been writing about this that were scared, they didn't know what to do. They didn't, they didn't know whether they were going to be persecuted. They were going to come after their licenses because some doctors' licenses had been, had, had been attacked. So after we came out and we, and, I, and we said that bold statement and I went like, I was very passionate. I was like, sorry, I'm just not going to let Americans die. If I perish, I perish. It broke it even over the doctors. So a lot of doctors that have been hiding in the cave, you know how it is in the days of Jezebel, the prophets were hiding in the caves. A lot of doctors that have been hiding in the caves, they started waking up. They started seeing patients. They started doing things. And the, you know, big doctors that have been in different places, they started writing stuff about it. You know what I'm saying? So and since the video went viral and we came back, we have not stopped. We started revival. We started a revival push, praying for the nation, and we've been praying and dealing with this spiritual stuff because most things that happen in the physical usually have a spiritual backing. So we've been like able to deal with the spiritual stuff, and we keep dealing with it right now. We're on revival. I think we're on day sixty-five or so. You know what I'm saying? We've been praying every day, every day, two, three hours. We're really just praying for the nation, you know, dealing with strongholds in the spirit. Because until you break these strongholds in the spirit, it cannot, things will not be released in the physical. Whether it's Bill Gates, whether it's Anthony Fauci, whether it's all these doctors in the hospitals that don't want to treat patients, whatever, whether, whether it's the crazy governors that are locking people down for nothing, but for no reason, all those things, I can put everything together and point it to the devil. So if we deal with the spiritual component, if we deal with the enemy, if we, try, if we deal with the powers that are pushing this, even the violence that have been on our streets, even like the Black Lives Matter, all they're talking about with the witchcraft that they are practicing to be able to run what they are doing on the streets, all that stuff can be dealt with if you deal with it in prayer. So we have really truly focused ourselves for the past few weeks on really just praying and praying until something happens. And I'm telling you, as we're praying, things, more things are breaking up in the spirit. So that is on the spiritual component. But like on the, on, uh, uh, I believe too that I was prepared for such a time like this. You know, I was in Alexandria, uh, you know, taking care, you know, working there. When I got, when I came out of residency, I did a residency in pediatrics. But when I came out of residency, I wanted to keep my general practice skills. May, I, may I ask you, Stella, may I ask you something before we go to the physical? Can we just stay for a second on the spiritual side of it? Is that okay? Uh, definitely, um, fear, like you were saying, is a component, a very strong component. I would say that another component is ignorance. A lot of people, ignorance, uh, meaning they do not know, right? And they have, their eyes are closed. Yeah. And, and uh, as far as a pastor, since we are talking about spirituality, are you seeing that people believe you when you say what you say to them that the spiritual component is so strong and is so important that we do get this communication open between us and God so that he can help us or do you do you see that people uh, they don't really uh, can re they cannot really relate to what you're saying oh no a lot of people since we started we started doing this uh, prayer program 
We've had thousands of people every day join us in prayer, thousands. There were times we had wow. 7,000, 2,000, 5,000, 1,000. We have thousands of people join us every day to pray. When we're praying and releasing fire, you could see them throwing fire bombs on Facebook with emojis and everything. Yes, there are a lot of people that are joining. People are traveling. People are jumping in their cars and driving to our church. People are coming from different states, just like getting out and just, we've had people come from like just everywhere. Just people just get out, just jump in their chairs and, and come to the church. You know, our church is in Katy, Texas, 25231 Rosnell Lane. You can see it on our, on our stuff. People just get on the plane and come. Like people like Dr. Stella will be like, you know, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't tell them anything. They just come because people are hungry for the truth. People are hungry for something great. People are hungry for that connection with God. In fact, today we last night in the church, we had two guys drive from drive from Austin and just came. People come from Washington, DC, people have been traveling, just come. We have a prayer program coming up, seven days with God from from uh, from October 25th to November 1. We're gonna do seven days of lock-in. We're going to stay in the, the church compound. We're going to pray. We're going to fight. We're going to war for our nation, war for our families, our children, war for our streets. We cannot afford to let the enemy take over again. Is that, is that a, sorry, Stella, is that a site that you have uh, that uh, you want to share with the people here in yes. Florida so if they yes. want to join? Uh, because uh, 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 it's kind of far, probably. I don't yes. even know which you state can go are you to in. Doctors. I'm in. I'm in Texas. You can go to drstella.org. But tell them to join me on Facebook and on YouTube. If you look hey. for Dr. Stella on YouTube, Dr. Stella on Facebook, Dr. Stella Emanuel on Facebook, they can join us on YouTube and Facebook. We stream okay. every night. Yes, we stream okay. every night. So that, that way we can fight. And they can call us 318-792-5972 and we'll send them the link. You know what I'm saying? So we stream every night. So this is something that we want to call America, call the world. You know, when we came back from D.C., like a lot of my colleagues are out there giving speeches and making money. And I said, no, I prayed and prayed and prayed for years. I said, Father, give me the microphone and I will call America back to prayer. I will call the world to prayer. So once God gave me the microphone, I was not going to just jump out and be going up and down doing speeches. So that is why our focus is to pray until God comes down like he did in the days of Elijah. You know what I'm saying? Until the power of God comes down to heal, to deliver, to heal our land, to change things. And like if you go to the Bible in the book of Judges, when God called, George, uh, called, called Gideon as a mighty man of war, Gideon had to destroy the altar of Baal in his father's house. So sometimes you, we have to pray and destroy the altars of Baal, the altars of Ashtoreth. We have to destroy the, those altars for God to move yeah. our destinies to come through. You know what I'm saying? So that's one of the major things that we're doing. And one of the things that a lot of people have had, there's a python spirit behind this. You know what I'm saying? And, and a lot of people in this nation have seen that python. A lot of people worldwide have seen that python spirit. And we're dealing with it, and we're going to pray and pray and pray until it gets killed. When, when that thing that is choking the people, it's like there's a spirit that is actually like choking, practically oppressing and choking the life out of people. Death, destruction, Poverty, business is getting destroyed, fear and everything. We have to deal with that stuff in the spirit. And when we destroy it in the spirit, the, everything will collapse like a deck of cards in the physical. Great. And, and definitely the spiritual side of it. Uh, I agree 100% with what you said. You know, our problems, they really start in our spirit and then they become physical. So uh, I, I agree completely 
with your statement. Okay, now that we have, uh, and we are going to get back to this uh, again later, but now that we have uh, a talk about the spiritual side and you, and I interrupted you when you were starting uh, uh, talking about uh, the, the, the physical challenges that uh, we all need to, to, to deal with. Uh, do you want to expand on that a little more then on the phys physical side as a doctor? Yeah, I was just saying, I was saying that, you know, sometimes in life, uh, most, most times God prepares you for the things that you're going to do in the future, even if it doesn't make sense at the time of preparation. You know, I, I, practiced, I, I studied medicine in Nigeria, in West Africa. I'm from Cameroon. I'm a Cameroonian-American, but I studied medicine in Nigeria and general practice. So when I came here, I got into the first residency I could, which was pediatrics. I got a residency in pediatrics. When I finished my residency in pediatrics, I moved to Louisiana. I did that in New York. I moved to Louisiana, Alexandria, Louisiana. I opened a practice. And after I opened the practice, I continued. I started working in the emergency room. I worked in walk-in clinic and emergency room. So I kind of kept my general practice skills. Not only kept my general practice skills, I became even more skilled in acute care, which really which prepared me for what I am doing right now. You know what I'm saying? So I've been yeah. in the emergency room for like four, five, three, four years. And then I stopped. I went in my practice. My children were young. And then about three years ago, I went back full time into the emergency room. So a year ago, I moved to Houston and I opened a practice. I opened, a, I acquired an, a working urgent care type practice here in Houston. And that was where I was when the coronavirus broke. You know, and um, it, it, in, in February, when we started hearing about this, it was very terrifying, I always say, because um, where I am, a lot of our patients were from the Middle East and the Far East and everything. So if you look at the videos we did or the things we did in the first few months, I mean, like in March, April, we had PPE to Wazoo. <laughs> we were all, we, we looked like space agents seeing patients because it was, we had to protect, we were scared. Everybody was terrified because we didn't know what this disease was and yeah. we were killing people. That's and then true. sometime in April, uh, sometime in March, I think that somebody talked to me about hydroxychloroquine. At that time, we could not find hydroxychloroquine. So I actually started using mefloquine. I started treating patients with mefloquine and they did very well. And then until then we got hydroxychloroquine and then we switched. In fact, it looked like when patients came in that had been sick for two, three days and we put them on hydroxychloroquine, um, Zitromax, zinc, vitamin C, they got better within two, three days. In fact, within 24 hours, there was a marked improvement. If you call them back in 24 hours, they're like, man, I am like 80% better. And usually within a day or two, they were like totally fine. But if they, had, if they came in and they had been sick for like over a week, it took a longer time for them to get better. So that is when I started telling people, treat patients early, treat patients early. This is good for early treatment. Of course, I had read something that was written in 2005 by under Anthony Fauci that hydroxychloroquine was both a cure and a vaccine. It was actually written under Anthony Fauci. So that's why I don't understand why he's doing this. That man is evil in, in human form because he knows hydroxychloroquine works. He knows that, but he wants people to die. Uh -huh. That's all I would say. He knows because all these studies were done under him. He knows about it. He wrote about it in the past, you know. So I would not know why he would do the things that, you do, that he's doing. So we started trying to talk to doctors, and the more we talked to doctors, the more, the more I got attacked. People were just arguing, no, it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And then we actually, you know, so in fact, right now, even we've created a, a website, frontlinemds.com, frontlinemds.com. You can share that with your audience, where everybody in any state can go and see a doctor that will take care of them. 
because we're talking to doctors. Most doctors do not want to take care of patients. They were scared of somebody coming against their license. They were scared of somebody attacking them. They did not know this medication. But I grew up in Africa. We took hydroxychloroquine, chloroquine, uh, chloroquine, mefloquine. We took it Sunday, Sunday medicine, nivaquine. We took it Sunday, Sunday medicine for malaria. So I know these medications. I've treated babies, old people, sick people. I've treated, I've treated all kinds of people. So we've given, we give it to pregnant women, lactating women. So we know this medication. We did it. We used it so long so that we cannot, it cannot all of a sudden be crazy and not working. So it was kind of hard for me. So, so we started, so we started, we started, you know, trying to just take care of patients. So I was talking to doctors arguing online. Oh, this patient, this thing works. And most of the doctors are like, no, it doesn't work. You need a double-blinded randomized study. I said, no, you don't. It is even unethical when people are sick to be doing a double-blinded randomized study. It works. I'm seeing patients get better. My patients are not dying. In fact, I think we had our first casualty was like sometimes, I think in August. That's the time that our first patient passed away was in August. That is, from May, we had seen over my, I think we, we had seen about 500 patients before we lost one. You understand? Know, this patient, she was a 92-year-old, diabetic, did not want to get treated, wanted to, we, we treated her initially, and then she did not want, she was dehydrated, dehydrated, and she did not want to go to the hospital. She's like, no, 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 I'm not going to the hospital. I don't want to die without my family. And she, she, she rejected treatment. That is one of the first patients we lost, you know. So, but most of our patients have done very, very well. So I was talking, 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 nobody would listen. So I started, we started, we took it online. We we're talking, people were attacking me. The other doctors, that is, I did not even understand. I asked doctors, I said, do you have a, why do you want people to die? How can I tell you that I am using hydroxychloroquine, I'm using zinc and Zitromax and vitamin C, and people are getting better, and you're arguing with me. You are maybe a plastic surgeon. You don't see patients. And then there are people that are, so a lot of the doctors that are leftists, you know, the doctors that are maybe Democrats and everything, they just argued because in their mind, if this gets crazy, people will die and then Donald Trump will lose the election. And that did not make sense to me at all because this was not even about the president. Because this thing had been started way back. Like people are saying, well, hydroxychloroquine was because the president said so. Long before the president said so. In France, they banned hydroxychloroquine in February. They, took their, in, in, they had taken it off. It was over the counter. They, th they took it from over the counter and they made, made it... Uh, um, a schedule two drug where you need a prescription for. You know something? What has that got to do with America? You, you know what I'm saying? There are places where they actually took it off the market and called it a poison. That has nothing to do with America. So this thing in is Italy, global, they are doing that. In Italy, you cannot evil. find it. I'm sorry. I was saying you're right. In Italy, that's where we are from. And I'm in contact continuously with people there, even through the radio. We talk with virologists there, doctors and whatever. And in Italy, I, I, I draw um, hydrochloroquine. It's uh, illegal. You don't, you don't, well, I wouldn't say illegal, just you don't find it. People, they have to go to Switzerland to be able to, to secure it because it's not available on the market. So you're right. I agree with that. So, so this is, that's why when you look at it that way, I tell people, I say, this thing is diabolic. This is evil. This is, um, this is bigger than any election. And the human, humanity needs to wake up and realize that something very sinister and very evil is going on. 
Because how can they coordinate this? How can they coordinate the doctors in the hospitals, the pharmacists that will not feed it, the governors that are stopping people, the WHO that is giving false information, the FDA, you know, you know some, and then even now we're talking about Facebook and Twitter and Google with censoring us and blocking us. If you go online and you try to find us, they just have a lot of misinformation. Of, of, of you have to dig really deep to be able to find the information that we're giving. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, my question is, how could this be, how could this be done if it was not a coordinated evil? So if there's been a coordinated evil, and, and it, you can go, you can follow everything, all roads lead back to WHO, Bill Gates, and the Communist China. All roads leads back to them. Because I don't understand why somebody like Bill Gates, as a, it's a college dropout, should be giving her medical advice. His wife, Melinda Gates, came out and said that Africans would drop like flies. That did not happen. You know why? Because you see, especially in sub-Saharan Africa, a lot of them have malaria. When people have fever, they go to the store and they buy an anti-malaria. So that has protected the sub-Saharan Africa. Because you cannot even social distance in the slums of Lagos. You can't. And there are many things that should make regular people realize that this is diabolic, but the veil of darkness is over them. Or that this is sinister, or something is going on that is not right. But the veil is upon the minds of people. And we tell them, get up, go out, get hydroxychloroquine for prophylaxis. That's why we created frontlinemds.com. Get prevention for your family. The flu season is coming. We don't know what's going to happen. Get it. But there's just a veil over the minds of people. And people are still going around being afraid when they don't need to be. Let me explain some of the things that really go. Like right now, there have been over 50-something studies done that says that hydroxychloroquine works. There have been about maybe 11 or 12 studies done that say it doesn't work. You can poke holes through every one of those 11, 11 studies. They had a Lancet study that was like totally fraudulent data. They did not have, because of that, WHO stopped, used that, that data to stop doing studies on hydroxychloroquine. It was a totally fraudulent data. There, was, there are two, data, two studies that have come out of Minnesota. Most of them are fraudulent. The first one, they said that oh, hydroxychloroquine does not work for prophylaxis. I beg to differ. My staff and I and everybody around me have been on hydroxychloroquine. None of us have gotten infected. We see COVID all the time. None of us have gotten infected. Everybody should be on hydroxychloroquine. It, brother, it's two pills. It's just two pills in a month. One pill twice a month. If you're a little chunkier, it's two pills twice a month. It's just, you take it just twice a month. How hard is that? But people are not hearing it, even though we're saying it. But we're being censored and we're being vilified, so people are not hearing us. You know, excuse me, know. excuse me, so of Stella, course, uh, let, me, let me ask you something that it could be of interest, uh, definitely, it is of a lot of interest to the people that uh, they will be listening to what we are saying. So like, uh, that would be to prevent COVID to take place by taking two pills a month, is that what you're saying? That's it, two pills in a month, you will not get COVID. I mean, I mean uh, this easy. is not... It's right, so this, is not a, this is a no-brainer. Like, uh, people, they go around scared, terrified. They don't have to be. That's what I keep saying. They don't have to be. Oh, I understand, and I agree with you. But I'm saying, like, uh, uh, that's why before I would say ignorance people, they do not look for the information. And I'm glad that uh, you, you, you brought this up uh, uh, by saying what you said about uh, two pills a month. So can we just go to the pharmacy and purchase 
uh, uh, these uh, uh, hydro, uh, what do you call it, hydrochloroquine? Can we purchase it like that or do so you need me, uh, to prescribe that by the doctor? All right, so this is what's going on. Let me take it. Mechanism of, the mechanism of action of hydroxychloroquine, it stops viral uptake. It stops viral replication. Very simple. It stops viruses from going into the cell. It stops the viruses from multiplying in the cell. And it also stops, it opens the zinc channels and allows zinc into the cell that kills the virus. In fact, even ivermectin too works about a similar way. But so the fact that it stops virus uptake and viral replication makes sense for it to be used as prophylaxis and exposure. In fact, Dr. Anthony Fauci himself said this, that it can be used both as a cure and a vaccine. Why? Because it can be used as prevention. It stops the virus from going into the cell. It stops the virus from multiplying in the cell. So you can actually take it and it will stop your virus from multiplying. It will stop it from even just entering your cell. So that is why it is good to be used for prevention that will stop the virus from going into your cell. And for mm. if you have already gotten the virus, it will stop the virus from multiplying. And if you've already multiplied, it will open the zinc channels and zinc will go into your cell and kill the virus. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it makes sense for prophylaxis. It makes sense for early treatment. And it makes sense even to treat even in later stages. Do you understand what I'm saying? But it works best for prevention and early treatment. Okay, another thing like, uh, so along with it, uh, people are supposed to, we are supposed to take some zinc. Is that what you're saying? Zinc, vitamin D, vitamin C. A lot of people are vitamin D deficient. If you're not yes. vitamin D deficient, that's okay. But especially with the lockdown, a lot of people staying in the house, a lot of people are vitamin D deficient. So we should do zinc, vitamin C, vitamin D. Zinc, maybe 30 to 50 milligrams of zinc, about 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C, and about two to 4,000 milligrams of vitamin D. So it makes sense that we should give this for prophylaxis. But listen, I tell Americans right now as we're speaking, brother, there is no ban of hydroxychloroquine anywhere in the country. You can get it in any state. In fact, if you go through frontlinemds.com, we are setting it up right now that every single state will find doctors. A lot of doctors have woken up. We have doctors in every single state that will prescribe this medication to you. Not only will they prescribe it, we have pharmacies that are not agreeing to fill it, but we do have a pharmacy that will ship it to your door in any state. People are just not hearing it. And the flu season is coming. They are going to call it COVID and lock people down. Oh, like yes, it. yes. If the, if the masses could just get on hydroxychloroquine for prevention, we will stop this pandemic in its track. That is my one thing that I'm, I'm pushing right now. Get it. Go to your doctor. Ask for hydroxychloroquine. It's two pills a month. It's not a big deal. Twice a month you take it. The half-life, hydroxychloroquine stays in your system for about 30 to 50 days. The half-life is really long. That is why in malaria, they used to take it once a week for malaria. But for COVID, it's an even smaller dose. So go on frontlinemds.com, frontlinemds.com, get your, 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 get your, your, your hydroxychloroquine. They're going to send it to your house. This is all we're saying. We're saying it at rallies, on television, on the radio. That is all I'm saying. America, wake up. You don't need to get sick. And if you do get sick, 
Don't wait to get too sick. If you do get sick, get treated early and you will be fine. Nobody yeah, needs to die from this disease anymore. Yeah. Like you said before, there are demonic uh, desires, uh, demoniac desires behind the whole plan because uh, otherwise uh, there is no reason to, 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 to find ourselves in the situation that we do. Worldwide, you know, worldwide. Like uh, mm -hmm. uh, in Italy, people now have to wear masks every single day, even outside. It's, uh, you know it's, how uh, the, do you know? I mean, I'm not like I don't I don't get much into the mask fight because to me it's a it's a, it's a no brainer. It's a non issue. But do you know how dehumanizing is a mask? So you go around and oh, I know. nobody knows who you are. So they would rather lock us down, give people masks, instead of giving people a... That's why I say it's so diabolic. And now people cannot even... even Okay, like, okay, maybe you can't find it in Italy. In America, there's hydroxychloroquine everywhere. Every pharmacy has it. But people are just not getting it. People are not just... People's minds are just caged. That is why we need to say it over and over and over. America, wake up. You don't need to get sick. We can stop this pandemic in a shock. If the millions and millions of Americans get on this medication, what is the, what is the answer for school closure? Hydroxychloroquine prophylaxis. If you go for school closure, if all the teachers could get on hydroxychloroquine and let the children be, if the children get sick, treat them early. Right now, they are traumatizing our children, taking them to school, swapping them, sending them back home, doing all kinds of stuff. It's so crazy. That they should put, if the government could just agree, that's why I keep saying, President Trump, if you can hear us, if there's anything you could hear us for, make hydroxychloroquine over the counter. Imagine the president gets sick. Instead of them giving him hydroxychloroquine and he asked for it, they refuse. They gave him some experimental drug. Can you imagine? Experimental yes. on our president. But this is the thing. The president got sick immediately. They treated him early. Immediately. They, they took him to the hospital, they treated him, whatever things they were giving him. I did not agree with the cocktails they gave him, but they treated him early. Americans get sick and they send them home to stay home till they are almost dead. That does not make sense. When you have an ear infection, they don't send you home to stay home till your eardrums burst. Our first job is not just to treat disease and sickness, but to alleviate pain to alleviate suffering. This is the one disease that nobody wants to alleviate pain. Nobody wants to alleviate suffering. They want to make sure that you're suffering until you're half dead, and then you come back. That does not make sense. Do you understand the fear in people when you have coronavirus and they say, go home so you can't breathe? Do you know the kind of fear passing through the people's hearts? It's too much. But now we are living a fear-free life. We're on prophylaxis. We live a fear-free life. I don't go around thinking, oh my God, I can catch COVID. I, I will not catch COVID. You know what there are people that are living a fear-free life. When we go around school, when we go around, when we go to work, I mean, when I go to the store, they ask me to wear a mask. I'm good. I wear a mask because I'll follow their rules. But we have barbecues in our backyard. Our friends come over. People come to our church. We have a fear-free life. People come to our church. We give them a card. They go get hydroxychloroquine. Nobody has come to our church and got infected. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, so you're, you're, better, you're better. You know, I was saying you're better than me because I refuse to wear a mask. <laughs> so you I mean, follow. I don't care direction. either way. I mean, I'm a physician. I wear masks in the clinic. I've yeah, worn masks in, I, in well, I, I don't because I see a mask a little bit more than just uh, prevention, which it does not prevent. Uh, that's my point of view. Yes, anyway. I don't think masks mask cannot truly prevent from COVID, you know, because the no. particles of COVID are too big. But there are people that want to wear a mask 
If people want to wear a mask and it makes them feel better, sure, go ahead and wear a mask. But don't go around and being a mask police and mandating people wear a mask. That's right. That's right. Don't force me to do it. You can do whatever, but don't force out. Do whatever you want to do. If it makes you feel better, if it makes you feel fine, do it. I agree with that. So my question, brother, is that are you on hydroxychloroquine? No, I'm not. Uh, I am not, but uh, let me tell you, I, I'm really health conscious and uh, I take the vitamin C from, uh, from the sun and uh, I eat a lot of, uh, we eat a lot of vegetables and fruit. We eat uh, meat uh, sparingly. So I exercise two hours a day and honestly, uh, uh, I'm not, uh, I don't, f- I feel great. You know, I feel good. Trust but the information, me. yeah, the information that you gave us about this, uh, and I knew about it, don't get me wrong, uh, but I never really talked with anyone. Yeah, no, I knew about it because even President Trump initially, if you can recall, he was taking it before he got sick and whatever. Yeah. But no, so he took I it was, for like, he, no, he didn't take it before he got sick. He took it for like two weeks and stopped. He was not yeah, taking well, it before he got sick, yes. No, no, when you, no, I'm saying prior for him prior, to be yes. sick, you know, prior. Yes, no, 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 I remember that. So, like, I am aware of it. And that's the reason why I said in Italy, after that uh, uh, fraudulent, like you correctly call it, article on Lancet, they basically uh, took him out from the market. And the Italian people, they need to go to Switzerland to secure it. But I never really thought the, about it. The, the, the Lancet study was withdrawn. When it was withdrawn, I know. nobody said I know anything about it anymore. I understand, but unfortunately, on the the media in Italy, they brought to the attention of the people the very first one. They never brought the other one to retract it. So, because of course they want people to be sick, they want people to be afraid, to be terrorized, right, whatever. But uh, I want to, 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 to take some of this stuff. That's the reason why I wrote it down as well. Because uh, once you uh, get uh, on this, this system, go on yeah, frontlinemds.com. Yeah, prevention is much better than curing. Yeah, prevention yeah, is much better than curing. Go on frontlinemds.com and we'll hook you up. Yeah, say it again. What is the place where we can order it Frontline from? MDs. Frontline MDs. MDs. Front, front line. Life. Line. Uh, line. Frontline. Like front line, people in the front line. L-I-N-E. Front line. M-L-I-N-E. Front line MDs. 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 Okay. Like medical doctors. MDs. Okay. Front line. Yes. Front line MDs.com. F-R-O-N-T-L-I-N-M-D-S.com. I-T-N-E. Yes. Front line. Like, you know, like front line doctors. Like front line MDs.com. Yes. Yeah, if people go right. there, we have doctors in every state. Every state. So um, go on my Facebook. You go on my Facebook and on my Twitter and on my you you will see there somewhere. Okay. So and basically what we need to do is just take, like you said, two pills a day, like one in the middle of the month, one in the middle in the, in the front of the month, the beginning yes. or together. Yes. That's the way, yeah. One in the uh, beginning no, of the month. Is, Yes, you can do it. Usually when we start, we'll give you a loading dose. We'll give you like two pills the first, first week. And then after that, maybe you take one pill a week for two weeks and then you just go to one pill every other week. Okay. 
Okay. And that's so easy. And I'm telling you, I've been on this for seven months now. I see COVID patients. I've not gotten sick. Somebody came and lived in my house and had COVID. And none of us in the house got sick. We did not even know she had COVID for like two days. And when we found out, she ran to go hide in her room and wear a mask. We told her, please. <laughs> we asked her, do you think that you have more COVID than one we were seeing in the clinic? And we just treated her. You know, mm. she was fine. Within two days, she was fine. So that's what I'm saying. I said, we, we cannot... Um, we should not get scared about this disease. It's treatable. It's easily manageable. Very easily manageable. It's very easy. It's not something that is hard to manage. And for all those that are saying that hydroxychloroquine is dangerous, that is another crazy thing. Hydroxychloroquine is one of the most safe medications, safer than Tylenol. It should be over really? the counter. It's over the counter in many countries. Let me tell you a story about Nigeria. When COVID came to America, it came to Nigeria about the same time. But what happened? The, 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 the um, Chinese people that left China to go to Nigeria were required to take anti-malaria. So they knocked the COVID out of their system before they got to Nigeria. So they did not seed COVID into Nigeria at the time. COVID got to Nigeria. The same people that left China and came to America also went to Nigeria. Secondly, the people that, the people that actually seeded COVID into Nigeria came from Italy, came from Europe. And of course, like I said, in Nigeria, most times people go and they get, you know, if they get a fever, they just run to the store and get some hydroxychloroquine or chloroquine or meflopine or something. They just buy it from the store. And you won't believe it that with that, they locked down the nation, locked down people, destroyed businesses over something that was not even there. Yeah. You know, like right now in the whole of Africa, which over 50, I, I don't know how many countries are in Africa, I think 50 something. Don't quote me on that. With over 1.4 billion people in the whole of Africa, there have been 35,000 deaths. And among those 30-something thousand deaths, over half of them are in South Africa. 5,000. Let me write that down. No, 35, 35, 35. In 1.4 billion people? 35. 35. Oh, 35,000? Yes, in 1.4 billion. 1.4 billion. Wow. And guess what? There's nothing. Over... over over half of those deaths are in South Africa. Because South Africa locked down its people. South Africa banned hydroxychloroquine. South Africa doesn't have malaria. Because South Africa doesn't have malaria, hydroxychloroquine is not commonplace. You know what I'm saying? So most of South Saharan Africa, Sub-Saharan Africa are doing well. We don't have COVID that much. In Nigeria so far, I think in this whole pandemic, Nigeria has 200 and something million people. I think it's been like maybe 800 people have died. You know what I'm saying? So it is so easy. In my country, I'm from Cameroon. In my country, I don't even know right now, but I think it's fewer than 100 people that have died from COVID in Cameroon. Some have died in America, but not in Cameroon because everybody goes out and takes their medicine. They get quinine, they get nivaquine, they get this. They hear us. My country people are hearing us. Nigerians are hearing us. And people in Africa are hearing us that, you know what, we don't need to die. And of course, they are praying. And you know, According to what Melinda Gates said, it will not happen. It will not happen. If, it will not happen in Africa, and it's because of this. And you can look at all countries that are using hydroxychloroquine early; their death rates have been really, really low. So the major big countries. So this is a diabolic thing. Bill Gates wants to cheat us. Bill Gates wants to do mandatory vaccine and give us a quantum dot tattoo. They have a, you know. In fact, did you the, recently news came out from the WHO? that uh, lockdowns were wrong. They did not have, they should not have locked down anybody. Yeah. 
I heard that. Yes. Can you imagine that? After they have destroyed American economy, destroyed the economy of many countries, all of a sudden, you should not have locked down anybody. Isn't that stupid and crazy? And nobody is saying, excuse me, why did you not say this to us before? You should not have locked down and you're telling us now? You know something? You should wear masks. You should not wear masks. You should lock down. You should not lock down. You should lose. You should not. That's so stupid. That is why even this election is so, so, so important because this is a light versus darkness, freedom versus slavery. Do you know something? We gotta pray. We gotta pray. We gotta fight for our country. But most importantly, America, you don't have to die. America, you don't have to get sick. America, rise up. Go out and vote. Vote the righteous cause. Vote for what you think is right for this country. Let me, yeah, let me ask you uh, uh, a question specifically about uh, uh, other treatment besides the one that we just talked about. Are you familiar with the plasma the, the, and, and, the, and the ozone uh, and therapy? No, Are you familiar with those? Like, uh, like, what they, the, like what they used on the president was plasma. Plasma button. Okay, this is a treatment that has been around for years. It's not really new, but it's just that it has it has side effects. If you have been taken plasma from somebody, convalescent plasma from somebody that has been sick with a particular disease and using it to, to somebody that has the disease, it's normal. It's been done for years. But of course, it's plasma. It's a blood product. It can cause, you know, it can cause serum sickness. It can cause reactions. You know something? But it's an effect. Interesting. Yes. yes. And it's very expensive. And it's expensive because you have to get the person's blood and you have to spin it. You got to get the plasma out. You got to purify it, check for viruses and everything. So, yes. So, it is it's treatment that has been used for years. They use it during HIV. They've used it in very numerous things. It's, it's useful. It's, it, is, it is science. But my thing is, why are you going to go into covalent plasma when there is a very a $30 treatment? You know what I'm saying? Even yes. I have doctors, I have my daughter is a nurse, I have doctors that work in the hospitals that say Randesever works when used early too. It has to be early. But Randesever is $5,000 or $4,000. So my question is, why are you giving somebody a $4,000 treatment when it can be $30? Big Pharma makes money. Hospitals make money. The hospital purchasing groups, they make a lot of money off Randesever because Medicaid pays and they can get something. So a lot of people are looking forward to benefiting from this pandemic and they don't care about humanity, they don't care about human life, you know, because who makes what do you think about uh, What do you think about the, the ozone uh, therapy, ozone and oxygen therapy? Oxygen therapy is good. We use, we use the ozone in our clinic. We have the ozone machine in our clinic. We, like when we get out of clinic, we use the ozone machine to clean the whole place. We, we actually have ozone machines in our clinics right now. That's what we use to purify our clinic. But whether to give it to, pers- to persons, I've not really done much studies on that. But we use it right now to sterilize our clinic. When we leave, we turn the ozone. It runs for two hours. It goes off and it cleans up. Then by the time we come in the morning, the air is gone and the place is clean. So we use that. And then, of course, we give oxygen to the patients that are coming that are in, a, in, a, that are in respiratory distress and their sats are down. We give oxygen. We try to monitor their oxygen when we take care of them and stuff like that. Well, uh, the one that I was uh, asking you about is the fact that, again, like I told you, uh, we are in contact with Italian doctors and they have been using it. What they actually do, they take some blood out of the person, they oxygenate it and ozonate it. Uh, since the oxygen, especially O3, kills uh, viruses, and then and they put, it back they put that back into, I mean, it's their own blood, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they have found great results uh, uh, with that. 
So uh, uh, that's what I was. Yeah, I mean, all three will kill the viruses, but I don't know what will it do to patient cells. Well, then, of course, I'm not a doctor. Doctor Stella, I'm not a doctor. I don't know what the side. I know. I don't know what the side effects are. But you right. see, for me, most of the thing is that there's easy treatment and prophylaxis. There's ivermectin, there's hydroxychloroquine. Some people are taking quercetin. There's easy treatment, early treatment, and therapeutics. There's early treatment. There's early. There's also prevention. So a lot of this big stuff that they are saying is only when people ignore prevention and early treatment before they start talking about ozone and convalescent plasma, even when they're severe. You know what I'm saying? So if if the if the masses will hear this, if the masses will hear this, get on hydroxychloroquine. Even if they if you cannot take because there are patients that have prolonged QT that I put on ivermectin. Put them on ivermectin. Just they would not go through this. We would stop this pandemic in its tracks. If America can do it, the world will follow. That, that's all what I'm telling America. Right now, if you find doctors that will give you this medication, it's not banned anywhere. I know they are saying the FDA does not recommend this. The person does not recommend that. Dr. Han himself in the FDA got out and said that, you know what, giving hydroxychloroquine is between the doctor and the patient off-label. It's illegal. It's legal for us to use it off-label. But a lot of people are not hearing, so that veil is still upon their minds. We've had people in the hospitals. Right now, my clinic is getting busy and busy, and we're getting more sick patients show up at the clinic because they are scared of hospitals. They go to the hospitals, their oxygen is low, they run to my clinic because they're scared. They don't want to be admitted in the hospital. So we've had an 80-year-old practically check out of the hospital, come to my clinic with an oxygen saturation of like 81. I'm like, you can't be here. Go to the emergency room. Oh, no, Dr. Sella, I'm not going. In those cases, we give them a breathing treatment in the, in the clinic, we give them, um, we, we, we start them on, we give them a dose of hydroxychloroquine in the clinic and we tell them, listen, go to the hospital. That dose that we give them in the clinic protects them from all that intubation and everything. We've, we've seen that happen a few times. We've had people, friends and family members sneak hydroxychloroquine into the hospital and give their family members because nobody will give them and they get well. That's great. How's the, I mean, Dr. Stella, how's the situation in your state, you know, in Texas? Uh, uh, oh, no. Is it Texas, getting better? Texas. Oh, yes, of course, it's getting better. Texas is in the front line of, of this whole, of, of, of tackling this. We have been very vocal in Texas. Most of the doctors that, are, that, that have been in the front line are in Texas, and we've been very vocal. We've done rallies. We've met with, 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 we've met with uh, um, Texas officials. We have, we've talked about the radio. We've talked so much. I mean, Texas, Texas, and they are getting treated. The, 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 uh, the death toll in Texas is going down. The infection rate is going down. It's just that we need to open the state. Like everywhere else, we need to open the state and stop all these lockdowns. Yes, so we're, 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 we're shouting as much as we can in Texas. Things are getting better here. I would actually say right now that there's no really pandemic. There's a case-demic, like one of my doctor friends said. They are busy doing a lot of testing and say, oh, we found 40 more cases. We found 500 more cases. We found 10,000 more cases. Are those 10,000 cases leading to deaths? No. What they need to be doing, they, they need to be looking at the mortality rate, not how many cases they are found. They need to be looking at the hospitalization rate, not how many cases they are found. So they just want to do these cases and scare everybody. No. So, I mean, let, me, uh, let me ask you this, Dr. Stella. Would you say that uh, uh, since uh, this virus has been around for a while, and uh, a lot of us, most likely, they have breathed in. That's the reason why there are so many uh, positive uh, tests. And because of those positive tests, uh, they are causing all those 
lockdown, like you call them. Yes. But yes. Uh, the people that, uh, that they have encountered this virus uh, through their daily living, not necessarily they are sick because I might have uh, gotten it already. And maybe if they test me, they might find the virus in me, but I'm in great shape. You know, I, I, I don't have any symptoms and I feel great. So that's an excuse, you think, uh, for keeping yes. the people See, sick? A PCR test is actually not very reliable. A PCR test, especially if, if, if they dilute it to very high levels, will be positive for even regular common colds. And um, the common colds are coronaviruses, flus are coronaviruses. A lot of us have been exposed to common colds and flus and everything. And some of the time, these, these things, they cross-react. So the PCR test that they're using right now is not a very, very reliable test. There are people that have coronavirus that will be test negative, and there are people that don't have coronavirus that will test positive. And they are using that to, to, to look at the cases. The PCR, they're just determining a viral particle, and some of these particles cross-react between the, the different coronaviruses. So that is why a PCR test, I don't even treat people based on PCR tests. I do if the patients want it, but if the patients don't want it, I don't, I don't even, I don't, you know, I don't use, PCI is not a, I don't use that to treat patients. So if they get tested, fine, don't get tested. I treat patients based on symptoms, not based on a PCR. Yeah, we should not go out and look for sick people because before, usually, when you were sick, you were going to go and look for a doctor. Now we are looking for patients, it looks to me. Mm -hmm. Yes, but um, we just, like I said, the next, the, the most important thing in this situation right now, one of the most important things is seriously prayer. If the church rises up and start praying and just praying and believing God and crying out for this nation, crying out for the nations of the world, God will answer us and he will turn this thing around. You know, that is why we're praying. So you guys join us every day on Facebook, on YouTube. We're doing revival push and we're going to pray until something happens. Join us. If God, if God has mercy on us, he will turn this around. And I believe that, you know, he's been telling us, you know, that, you know, he's been telling there are a lot of people prophesying that, you know, things are going to turn around. Yeah. And, and like, you said, and like you said before, definitely prayer will help uh, because it will reunite the people as well. Mm -hmm. Because like you said before, there is no democratic and republican side here. A disease, uh, a problem, it needs to be really actually dealt with by everybody. And yeah, everybody that can help should put, yeah. should put something into it. And prayer is something that everybody can do. Yeah, most times people don't realize that COVID doesn't care whether you're a Democrat or Republican. There are Democrats that have died and Republicans that have died. You know, something that's right. Not, um, this is not a Democrat yeah. Republican thing. This is a this is something that humanity needs to get together on. You know, we, I'm pray I'm I'm believing God that after the election, people will be able to like because the election will be out of the way, people will be able to have more sensible response towards the disease. Yeah. Let's hope that uh, we are all going to be more informed and that's the reason why we have this yes. conversation with you yes. Yes. so that uh, uh, your knowledge can, uh, can uh, uh, help others. Like I said, I never really thought about getting it, but now at least you have motivated me to do it. <laughs> so, so what I would say, uh, if there's one, uh, go ahead. If there is one thing that anybody should Get one thing that you should get from this whole conversation. You don't need to get sick. Get hydroxychloroquine. Get prevention. 
It's too pure summer. You can go to frontlinemds.com and you can get it. And if you get sick, don't wait. Get treated early. You can go to frontlinemds.com. Our doctors will treat you over the phone. Oh, really? That's what I'm saying. Yes, we have our telemedicine doctors will treat them over the phone. We have doctors in every state. We can handle America. We can handle the whole of America. We have doctors in every state. Many doctors in every state that are, that they are, they are just sitting down waiting to take care of patients. You know what I'm saying? We have doctors in every state. So get on prophylaxis. If you cannot get on prophylaxis and you, you don't want to get on prophylaxis, that's fine. People have a choice. This is America. Everybody chooses what they want. But if you get sick, please get early treatment. That would be the main, the main thing that I would say to But we don't need, like you said, the great message of today really actually is that uh, you don't need to get to the point to be sick and, 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 and to die. So uh, uh, fortunately, um, there are people like you that uh, they have uh, not only through their experience as a physician, but also through the fact that uh, you do love our Savior can realize how important prayer really is, not only mentally, spiritually, and emotionally, but also, but also physically, isn't it? Yep, and we're praying against the spirit of fear that has gripped the nation. Like I said, that day in Washington, D.C., that power got broken. That there was like a, it was like something hit in the atmosphere. There was a watershed moment, and you understand, those times that just something knocks and everything shifts. There was a shift that day. And that is why the enemy tried so much to silence me, to shut us up to do this, because the, the shift already happened. They can't even put it, the cat is out of the back, they can't put it back in. Yeah, so we, we thank God for everything. Uh, you know. Yes, uh, we should. Uh, we should uh, be thankful and grateful for the many blessings that we do receive. And I'm really glad that I had the opportunity to talk with you today. Is that anything else? Uh, I think we, you have covered a lot of ground here, and especially with this uh, fact, uh, zinc and vitamin C and uh, hydrochlorine, hydrochloricin. So and hydroxy, uh, you have brought, yeah, you have brought a lot of... Uh, I'm sorry? Hydroxychloroquine. Just call it XCQ. <laughs> XCQ. Hydroxychloroquine. HCQ, hydroxychloroquine. It's it's a it's a it's a difficult word for me to. No, yes, to mask. not just you. A lot of people that, that I said just call it HCQ. We have a few things coming up. Number one, I have a book that I've read, I'm writing. It should be out soon. It's called Let America Leave. This whole COVID experience and uh, some of the things we've gotten. That's one. We have a book coming up. Number two. We also have a, a, we're trying to put together a, 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 a vitamin, because you see, another thing that can work for prevention is quercetin. So we're putting together a formulation that's gonna have zinc, vitamin C, vitamin D, and quercetin in one formula. So that's all together, right? in, the next, in the next two spirits, yes. That we're gonna have okay. help, you know, so we can have, like people can, with, all of this is gonna be on frontlinemds.com. Okay, and then- Please keep up. Post it uh, on, uh, on, on when this product that you are working yes, we're gonna on put is it coming down. up. So when this thing comes up, we'll call you and then we can do another show. Okay, great. What did you say in the name of the book uh, that uh, you have uh, wrote, written? Let America Leave. Let, Let America, America Leave. Where, where can that be found? 
Oh no no no! It's it's still in it's it's still uh, being uh, put together. It should be out in the next. Week. Oh, you're still working on it. Okay. Yes. You're still working. It's actually almost in preprint, but uh, we'll have another two three weeks for them to get it to finish their part of it. We've written the book already. They're just working on it. Good. Yeah. Good. So it should well, be listen, it has let been. Let America live. Yes. Yeah, let America live. If uh, if there is. Uh... Other things that you would like to share with us, we'll be happy to hear them. Otherwise, uh, if you don't mind, uh, uh, we are going to receive questions about uh, the speech when it's put on. If you don't mind, we get back with you, and maybe we can schedule another one for no this problem. interview. Of course, once we, once we, we go out there and we get we get if you get questions, we can come back and do a Q and A, a live Q and A if you want us to do it. That would be great. Just you know, just great. Contact us. We'll, we'll be ready. Okay. Thank you very much and have a blessed day. Uh, We love your work and we are glad that uh, you can put your face and your name for this great uh, work that you're doing. Amen. Thank you so much and God bless you too. God bless you too. A big hug from from us, the Italians uh, in Florida. All right. We're going to do an (laughs) e-hug. Okay, that's it. Yes. All right. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Ok, Paolo, sì. prima di finire um, questa, 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 diretta, no, questa diretta, questa registrazione, volevo sapere com'è andata in italiano, così spieghiamo agli italiani che abbiamo fatto anche un'intervista a un dottore americano che più o meno ha detto queste cose. È stata un'intervista molto interessante perché praticamente quello che oltre a un discorso, essendo questo dottore anche un pastore, chiaramente non guarda alla, alla sfida che il mondo praticamente si trova davanti in questo momento non solo da un lato fisico ma anche da un lato spirituale. E quello che praticamente, ecco, lei ha detto inizialmente, è iniziata dicendo che tutti i nostri problemi fisici si riflettono a causa della spiritualità o mancanza di spiritualità che noi abbiamo. E e quindi naturalmente poi parlando della situazione magari diciamo un pochino più terra terra perché chiaramente quando si parla dello spirito siamo a un livello un po' diverso dal discorso terreno però ha detto che in America come pure nel mondo non c'è necessità di morire e di star male per questo problema del covid perché ci sta un prodotto che è stato usato in Africa per tanti tanti decenni e, e, e anche per la malaria e che questo prodotto che lei ha usato nella sua clinica a Houston dove lei si trova e con 500 pazienti che lei ha trattato ce n'è stata solamente una che, che ha perso la vita perché chiaramente dice, non ha voluto seguire, era arrivata ad un livello abbastanza elevato della, della malattia però lei non ha voluto andare in ospedale perché ha detto che voleva morire con i membri della sua famiglia e questo è comprensibile, no, non morire da sola. Però su 500 solamente una. Poi ha detto anche una cosa molto interessante e poi dopo dirò qual è il prodotto che dovremo, dovremo tutti usare. Ha detto che in, in Africa, dove c'è una popolazione di 1 miliardo e 400 eh, milioni di persone, solamente... 
35.000, cioè solamente sembrano, po sembrano pochi, ma in effetti sono tante, 35.000 persone. Però considerando che in Italia con una popolazione di 60 milioni ne sono morti lo stesso numero, ci rendiamo conto che in effetti la mortalità è molto bassa in percentuale. E ha detto che metà di queste sono morti in Sudafrica. Quindi eh, quello che lei consiglia e che dovremmo tutti fare, dovremmo prendere l'idrossicoclorochina, che come sappiamo in Italia non è possibile reperire e sì, devono certo. andare in Svizzera per trovarla. Certo. Però qui sembra ecco, che si possa ancora trovare e ha dato anche il sito che noi la possiamo anche procur possiamo procurarcela tramite internet, che si chiama, il sito si chiama frontlinemds.com frontlinemds sarebbero un dottore. Magari lo scriviamo sotto, va bene. E... Certo, lo scriviamo sotto. Ecco, ma che cos'è che ha detto? In, in America fanno ancora, intubano le persone? Perché ho sentito un altro dottore che diceva che intubano le persone. Non, ha, non abbiamo veramente parlato di questo perché ci siamo concentrati soprattutto sul fatto che con una spesa veramente irrisoria possiamo eh, avere la certezza che questo problema non, non, ci, non ci attaccherà, non questo, questo virus non ci attaccherà, perché l'idrossido clorochina insieme alla, allo zinco e chiaramente vitamina C e vitamina eh, D eh, ehm, previene questo virus da entrare nelle cellule, cioè da spaccare la cellula, entrarci dentro, quindi previene eh, il problema prima che nasca. Quindi ci siamo veramente concentrati sul fatto che purtroppo ci sta una, una, uh, uh, un programma uh, uh, internazionale che, che ha interesse a non far guarire le persone, purtroppo questo ne lo sappiamo, però possiamo uh, uh, da soli riuscire a superarlo con, piccoli, con questi piccoli accorgimenti. Quindi sostiene, sostiene praticamente lo stesso che diceva il dottor, quello delle Mauritius, come si chiama più? Sì, ho capito, eh, non mi ricordo, sì, ho capito. Vabbè, comunque dice la stessa cosa, perfetto. E, ehm, va bene, va bene, allora quindi ehm, vedremo magari come, come vanno avanti la, la situazione, magari facciamo un aggiornamento con lei, mi sembra che eh, avete avuto sì, una bella... Lei è disponibile, lei è disponibile, ha detto anche che sta insieme con altri eh, eh, medici, stanno mettendo una formula insieme per eh, invece che separatamente questi prodotti li vogliono mettere tutti insieme in modo che sia ancora più facile a, a il, il, um, il seguire questa linea anche se in effetti ha detto è molto semplice perché basta prenderne una pasticca ogni 15 giorni ovvero due pasticche al mese e, e, e siamo protetti da qualsiasi quindi, uh, uh, ma, ma quindi per fare una cura preventiva oppure subito dopo, quando, come incomincia la febbre? No, eh, chiaramente se, se uno ha la febbre bisognerà che ne prenda di più, però 
come cura preventiva, tant'è vero che ha detto all'inizio, io consiglierei, poi si, magari si risente anche per bene, dice, consiglierei di prenderne due pasticche inizialmente e poi una pasticca ogni due settimane e questo parlavamo anche del fatto che anche il presidente Trump, se ti ricordi inizialmente, non durante la malattia, ma inizialmente eh, prendeva questa idrossicoclorochina, se ti ricordi ne parlavano, e, e poi è, è uscito quella, quel fraudolento articolo su Lancet in cui diceva che Lancet diceva, dell'OMS no, in cui dicevano che faceva male ed è stato praticamente boicottato eh, in, in, quasi in tutto il mondo. Anche se poi è stato ritrattato, come ti ricordi, è stato ritrattato, però il ritrattato non è mai giunto alla conoscenza delle, delle persone. Quindi hanno continuato a, a, a vivere senza la possibilità di essere aiutati da questo farmaco che forse l'unico problema che c'ha è che costa poco. Sì, però vedi ad esempio il prodotto che ha usato adesso eh, Trump è fatto da una casa, si chiama Evi Lilly in italiano, che è quella che fa il Prozac, è la stessa società che, che ha messo... Eh, che, che, che sta praticamente drogando le persone in giro nel mondo. Quindi che lui si senta bene, sono contento per lui, ma io starei attento perché non mi fiderei di una società che fa psicofarmaci molto potenti come eh, il, il Prozac. Quindi <coughs> indagherei. Comunque... Yeah. No, no, ma infatti anche lei ha detto non capisco come mai il presidente è andato lì e gli hanno dato un cocktail di prodotti che magari nessuno conosce e, e anche lei praticamente ha detto la stessa cosa, io mi sarei eh, fidata molto di più di un prodotto come l'idrossico clorochina che è sul mercato da decine di anni o del sangue immune però d'altronde certo. cioè, sì. Comunque poi abbiamo parlato di, di, di altre, gli ho fatto, gli ho chiesto appunto di altri eh, prodotti come, come eh, l'ozono o, o, o mescolato insieme con, con l'ossigeno poteva. Lei non era molto a conoscenza di questo fatto, gli ho spiegato più o meno come funzionava e lei ha detto ma io non lo conosco eh, però eh, le cellule poi tutto questo zono può, può, può causare delle, delle carenze di, ma sai io questo non lo so perché non sono un dottore però sentendo quello che hanno fatto in Italia come sai le persone sono guarite quindi sai se anche ci dovesse essere eh, eh, qualche controindicazione diciamo però l'importante è che la persona esca dalla, dalla, uh, dalla malattia capito? Ma mentre allora, invece allora... il plasma il plasma lo conosceva, il plasma ha detto che lo conosceva, che è una cura che è vecchia, non è nuova, dico sì, in effetti, però l'hanno rispolverata, l'hanno riusata, però dice l'inconveniente del plasma, secondo me, chiaramente, secondo lei, eh, ha detto secondo me, dal momento che prendono del plasma da delle persone, anche se viene purificato e ci prendono gli anticorpi, eccetera, eccetera, io ho sempre la paura che insieme a questi anticorpi che vengono immessi in circolo nel, nel paziente eh, si possa trovare 
qualche problema che il donatore ci aveva. Quindi anche questo fa senso, no? Anche questo fa senso. Cioè, per lei il, il, il prodotto migliore sia per, per sicurezza dal momento che è stato usato precedentemente per diverso tempo, sia come costo e anche come esperienza sua personale, questo idrossico, idrossiclorochina che appunto, come dicevi te, è anche ciò che quel dottore eh, inizialmente aveva detto. Sì. Va bene, quindi va bene. Allora, quindi diciamo ai nostri ascoltatori, stiamo incominciando a fare delle... Ehm, ehm, stiamo, stiamo incominciando appunto a fare interviste anche in inglese, quindi se c'è qualcuno che ci ascolta, che ci vuole dare una mano, perché ci sarebbero quanti dottori da ascoltare, ce ne abbiamo un altro in India da sentire, c'è in Inghilterra, quindi se c'è qualcuno che ci vuole dare una mano a, a far conoscere il buon senso, la, la conoscenza di altri dottori, di altre culture, di, altre, insomma, di altri posti, eh, noi siamo sempre qua a disposizione sul sito italy13.it eh, potete trovare le email insomma tutte le informazioni per contattarci quindi io Paolo ti ringrazio tantissimo dell'aiuto di oggi perché tu non sei un, un, un aiutante tu sei un cofondatore della sezione inglese <ride> sì. senza di te qua <ride> io sto lavorando quindi sono venuto a vedere qualche volta ma poi il mio inglese non è così brillante come il tuo quindi eh, va bene comunque sono contento che, che ci siamo trovati insomma che stiamo cercando di fare qualche cosa per aiutare le persone certo. a questo punto no, no, e lei, lei senz'altro eh, senz ha dato delle informazioni che possono essere utili a tutti eh? a tutti perfetto va bene allora eh, io volevo soltanto ricordare il nome eh, di questo dottore che per la prima volta abbiamo intervistato e che eh, appunto arriva dalle delle Mauritius adesso sto cercando il nome qua sto cercando di perdere tempo eh, non mi ricordo, mannaggia miseria, comunque eh, effettivamente eh, le cure, quelle diciamo Mauro Rango, ecco il dottor Mauro Rango che poi non è un dottore eh, diciamo medico ma è un dottore esperto, non mi ricordo più di che cosa, comunque è un laureato, ecco, non è un, un, uno come me che ha fatto un po' di scuole così e quindi, eh, quindi anche lui, lui l'ha sempre sostenuto e sta combattendo con l'associazione Ippocrate eh, per far sapere insomma che, che che, che ci sono cure, che funzionano, come la stessa cosa che ha detto la dottoressa Stella e quindi sono contento che stiamo portando avanti insomma, questo, questo concetto di usare il buon senso e di non ascoltare le società che hanno interesse a dire certe cose e a far vedere certe altre cose, quindi persone senza, senza interessi, quindi eh, di buon senso. Bene, io ti ringrazio, ringrazio tutti i nostri ascoltatori e ci sentiamo alla prossima. Ciao Fabrizio, buona, buon proseguimento a te e a tutti gli ascoltatori. Ciao. Un abbraccio, ciao a tutti. Ciao, ciao, ciao.